Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to the Television Archive, a show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved media. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is Death Note. Today we will be discussing episode 32 titled Selection. Uh, okay, bunch of stuff going on in this episode. Lots to talk about here. Uh, first and foremost, uh, let's talk about the first half of this episode, which deals entirely with telling the origin story of Mikami, Kira's new servant slash puppet figure uh, that's just doing all of Kira's work for him while Light's having his uh, latest brush with being discovered and captured. Uh, so, I'm not going to do a play-by-play of this sequence, simply because it's just way too dense. We'll be here all goddamn day. <laughs> but, uh, it's great. It's a really, really good sequence. It's a really great opening. Uh, they do a brilliant job of sort of Getting into Mikami's mind and sort of parsing out his worldview of just like, there are only two categories, good and evil. Everyone goes into one of those two categories. If you're not actively fighting against evil, then you fall under the evil category. You're enabling evil, yada, yada, yada. Like a very, very reductionist, very black and white, if you're not with me, you're my enemy worldview. Uh, and they dive into that very, very well. Uh, they go into his mindset very, very well, uh, showing his childhood and how his sense of justice sort of came about, uh, and his run-ins with bullies, uh, his difficulties with his mother who tried to get him to stop actively getting himself beaten up every single day <laughs> and how he hated her for that. Um, and then ultimately his worshiping of Kira. Uh, he even goes as far as to consider Kira God. Uh, in fact, literally throughout the entire episode and throughout his entire appearance in this show, his entire arc in this show, uh, he constantly calls Kira God. 
God, 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 God wants me to do this. God wants me to do that. Uh, I am carrying out God's will. Uh, and it is really, really fantastic. It is an excellent opening, and I love it so, so much. It's so compelling, so fascinating, and so, so great. And instantly, instantly you're interested in Mikami. Interest, it, like, immediately you're just like, okay, I like this Mikami dude. I'm really interested in his character. I want to see what kind of chaos he drums up, and I want to see... Uh, how Light uses him and all that. But anyway, we get that first half. And then the second half is more of a typical episode of Death Note. Picks up where the last one left off. Uh, Mikami just killed Demigawa. And now Kira requires a new spokesperson. And Mikami delivers with this woman, Takada. Now, by pure coincidence, Takada is actually a woman that Light dated in college. And so Light has an instant connection to Takada. An instant way to get in touch with this woman who now has a direct line to Mikami. And so, Light can very, very easily establish communication with Mikami and sort of guide him. And so, Light then offers the suggestion, hey, how about uh, we... Try and use Takada and my connection to Takada, which he freely admits uh, after uh, Ayazawa's just like, oh, crap, uh, I remember this woman was dating Light. There's this connection. Oh, this is suspicious. Uh, Light admits to that connection and is like, let's use that to catch Kira. Let's contact Takada. And pretend that we want to help out Kira. We want to execute Kira's will. But while saying that, we will actually be asking her to do stuff for us that actively goes against Kira. And we'll kind of trick her into becoming an asset against Kira. We'll trick her into turning against Kira. That's what Light says his plan is. And the task force being kind of, eh, let's say, <laughs> hard press for leads, uh, let's say just uh, hurting for leads, are just like, okay, I guess that's as good of an idea as any, but we're going to be monitoring the entire situation, we're going to be listening to your initial call with Takada when you're trying to set up a meeting with her. Uh, we're going to have bugs in the room when when you're actually meeting, bugs in the hotel room, yada, yada, yada. Basically an airtight situation where Light can't possibly say any Kira stuff to Takada. 
By the way, it's worth noting while this is happening, uh, Misa's still under surveillance. Not just by the task force, but Mello has also set up a bug. And apparently, Nier told him that Misa was the second Kira. So there's that. That's also happening. That's like a small moment in the show, but it's worth pointing out. It's worth mentioning. Anyway, uh, Light calls Takata and is like, I want to see you again. Our jobs have brought us back together. You as Kira's spokesperson and me as part of the Japanese police. It's fate. Yada, yada, yada. Uh, Once again, Light manipulating, being a manipulative Toxic asshole, once again, like, holding a woman's affection for him over their head, and just preying on that for his own purposes, just being an utter scumbag. In case you were wondering if Light was still a scumbag, he's absolutely still a scumbag. (laughs) Uh, But we get this meeting in this hotel room, and Light and Takeda are talking, and Light Goes out of its way to make it look like, oh, this is just uh, two people who used to be in love with one another and might still have feelings for each other. Uh, just, uh, just catching up and having a nice romantic conversation. Like, that's what Light goes out of his way to make it look like. And then Takada gets a call. From Kira. The Kira in this situation being Mikami. And Mikami's talking to Takada. And Takada's like, yeah, I'm with someone uh, from my past. He really, really wanted to meet with me. He demanded I meet with him right after the broadcast, yada, yada. And Mikami's like, huh. Someone who demanded to meet with Kira's new spokesperson. Hand him the phone. And Light gets on the phone with Mikami, and Light sort of subtly proves that he's the real Kira to Mikami uh, by mentioning the the pages sent on yada yada, by mentioning his mailing of the Death Note. And Mikami's like, oh yes, it's definitely Kira, it's definitely God! Uh, And Light then... Praise upon this situation, which, by the way, Light admits that, like, this was pure luck. Like, luck was on his side this day. He got extraordinary, extraordinarily lucky that Mikami decided to call Takada at this exact time. Uh, and he also is like, yes, I definitely, I chose right. I chose right in Mikami. Because Mikami kind of was like, okay, maybe Kira, if Kira can't talk to me directly, he'll try to talk through uh, the spokesperson, yada, yada, yada. And Mikami, through his intuition, ended up cutting out a few extra steps, essentially. <laughs> he basically cut the episode countdown, is what episode down, count down by a couple. Uh, and then it just happened to be by pure luck that Light happened to be in the room at the exact moment he called. Uh, but anyway, we get that moment where Light's put it on a great show of like, oh, Kira's calling and holding everything hostage. Oh, uh, turn on Sakura TV for proof. Uh, and oh no, another Sakura TV person dies. 
Oh, wait, let me write on this notepad. Uh, Kira wants you to remove all the bugs from the room. Kira wants you to remove all the bugs. And then the task force is like, well, this is Kira. We know this is Kira because Kira just killed someone on soccer TV. Uh, we, we know that that's Kira, and we don't have a choice. He's holding our investigation hostage now. So they remove all the bugs, and then Light's just like, yes, now we're finally alone. And then Light admits to Takeda that he is actually Kira. The person saying he was Kira was actually someone working under him that he shared his power with. And... Uh, he says, meek me, by the way, you don't need to know who I am. You don't need to know my identity. Uh, yada, yada, yada. The standby for orders, essentially. <laughs> and Light then asks Takeda to join him. And is like, join me and you'll be the goddess of this new world. Again, d- being a scumbag, manipulating a woman's feelings for him. Like, just, ugh, it. Oh, it, it, it it's it's scummy. It's disgusting. It's uh, I I have to take a shower now. Uh, but like this amazing uh gambit paid off better than Light could have hoped. Uh, and then he goes out of the room and is like, Oh yeah, Takeda worked it out with Kira, and now I'm gonna pretend I'm dating her just so you know. Uh, and so Light seems to have everything working in his favor. Worth noting, there's only five episodes left in this show. (laughs) Worth noting, we are very close to the end. There are only five episodes left. A lot can happen in those five episodes. And a lot will happen in those five episodes. Uh, So yeah, begin the countdown to the very, very end. Uh, Anyway... If you like this, favorite the podcast, Anchor.fm slash TV Archives, so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as we go through every single episode of this and other shows, and you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's simple as just push a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark pledges a dollar a month. I appreciate everything you get through there. If you become a patron, you can also get access to the Television Archive Supplemental, which I'll be putting up there once every month. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support the show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, tomorrow we will be discussing episode 33. Talk to you then. Hey guys, we have a lot of fun here discussing teenagers murdering people with magic notebooks. But while we sit talking about our favorite Japanese media... Asian Americans across this country are suffering from a monstrous wave of hatred, discrimination, and violence. This type of bigotry is nothing new. It's existed for, well, pretty much as long as America has been a thing, but it has increased dramatically over the past year in the wake of the COVID-19 pandemic and the hateful rhetoric of former President Donald Trump. Average everyday Americans are being targeted every day for no reason other than the way they look, and they need your help. If you would like to help put an end to this horrific trend, please go to GoFundMe.com AAPI and donate whatever you can. That's GoFundMe.com AAPI. Thank you.